I'm looking at a lobster roll. Summer bucket list time. Check it off. Hi, everybody. This is Liz Johnson. And Megan McCaffrey. And we're here with the Lohud Foodcast, where we tell compelling stories about delicious food in Westchester, Rockland, and Putnam counties in New York State. And we're here at the Boathouse in Ossining, which is one of 46 items on our summer foodie bucket list. Yeah, and this place is so cool. I, I'm ashamed to admit I haven't been here yet, but it's a total hidden gem. It's down on the Ossining waterfront. It's really away from kind of the main downtown drag area. And I really feel like I'm, in a, I'm on vacation right now and not on my lunch break. It's a nice thing. I know. I, was, I felt like I was in a whole new world. You're right on the Hudson River, and, um, and it's, you're surrounded by sailboats. You're in a boatyard. You really are. Yeah, it's, we're at the marina, and it's, it's so cool. And we're, like, I just can't believe that this is where it is. I'm in shock. People knew about this and didn't alert me. Once again, hats off to our, our talented friend and colleague Karen Croak for, um, for, for doing the recon on this place. Yes, yes. And um, it's a, it was definitely a good tip. So, <laughs> so we, um, we're going to do our show uh, with a couple of other hidden gems in Austin today. Um, I did some recon of my own uh, a couple weeks ago, or last week maybe, and uh, found some really, really great stuff to eat here. Yeah, Ossining is one of those villages that is really full of hidden gems. You know, there's some towns in Westchester that things just really fly under the radar, and Ossining is just one of them. So there's some good secret secret foodie spots here for sure. So we'll we'll tell you about those, and um, and then we also just have so, you know some summer a couple more things from our summer bucket list, and we'll talk about um, summer cooking too. Yeah, got a lot of things to tick off. So, Megan, before we get into uh, the cooking and the restaurant and the food portion of the show, um, I have a little update for you. Okay. That's not food or cooking or restaurant related. I'm fascinated because this is a food podcast, just so you know. But go ahead. Hit me with whatever this is. Well, you know, if we didn't have bees, we wouldn't have food. This is true. This is very true. Yeah. And I'm doing my little part um, in my little yard, as we heard in a couple of podcasts back about um, by, by, by doing my beekeeping for my garden. And um, so this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend. And I know we're a little ahead on the podcast, but, you know, I, it was the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. And um, I suddenly was having an, an enormous party. Oh, how, why suddenly? <laughs> just they, they attacked you, like flash mob style? Well, I just decided, hey, why don't you have, have a couple... I texted a couple people and said, you want to come over, bring a potluck? And suddenly it was, there were 50 people coming to my house for a Friday night dinner. <laughs> That's how it goes, usually. So I don't know if you remember the story, but I had um, the swarm that I was trying to capture, and I did capture it, and I put it in this little box called a nuke, which is where you kind of raise bees to, you know, when they're baby baby colonies before they get into the big hives. And um, because I'm so smart and such a great beekeeper, I decided to put this nuke box on my patio. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Bold move. Not for everyone. It's been about a month and it's been fine. My husband and I sit on the Adirondack chairs with our wine and the bees go in and out and we watch them and it's fine. But I just figured with 50 people coming over, including about 20 kids, maybe I shouldn't have the bees there. Yeah. The allergies and all. Probably not smart. Unfortunately, moving a hive is also a big deal. Okay. 
bees like where they live and they orient to where they live and they kind of fly out and then they just it's like when you're you know when you're driving home from work and you don't really pay attention yeah. like you just go you're in the zone you're in the zone that's how they work so I, I i tried to do the best i could and move them at night and kind of close them up but then i opened them in the morning and they left their hive and do you know where they went back to where did they go to your deck to your rosé collection don't tell me tell me the rosé is safe no, they went back to the patio where their old house was, and they were flying around like crazy saying, where's my house? Oh, that's so sad. They're hobo bees. <laughs> so, so as, you know, it was, it was the choice between having bees flying all over the place and buzzing and, and, and really quite irritated that they didn't have anywhere to go, or putting the little nuke box back on the patio. Yeah. Yeah, got to give the hobo bees a little shelter. So I put the nuke box back on the patio, and to the credit of my friends, they walked into the party, and I said, hey, you guys, I just want you to know, there's a little beehive here. Please be careful. And they said, okay, great, where's the beer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you still talking to me about bees? Do you have beer? <laughs> that sounds like a good friend. They were all very, very good friends, and they were, um, and to the surprise of, of everyone, no one got stung. Oh, that's great. Yep. It's a Memorial Day miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my bee story. All right, so Liz, you had a day where you got to wander around Austin a little bit and poke into some of those places that people may or may not know about. So where, where did you go? What did you have? Tell me. Well, it was during the day, so um, one of the places I wanted to check out, Jocas, is a, it's a um, Portuguese seafood restaurant. That was closed, but that's on my list. Okay. I have not, I have not been there either. Yeah. Um, it looks really great. I put my, my face up to the window and put my hands around my eyes and peered in, <laughs> and, um, and it looks great. Um, so that's on the list. But where I did get to go was um, a cafe near the top of the hill called Quimbaya. And um, it's actually now called Picante Quimbaya because the owner, Alfredo, um, he kind of decided to introduce, he used to just be sort of coffee and and juice, you know, juice drinks, like carrot juice and stuff. And he decided to introduce some more um, food, you know, regular like sandwiches and and things like that. So I asked a couple of um, young women in there what I should get and they said the empanadas and boy were they right. So I've heard this also because I Kimbaya was on my hot chocolate roundup over the winter and people in the comments of my story said, yeah, their hot chocolate's great, but have you tried the empanadas? So what kind did you get? I got chicken and they're mixed with some herbs and some potatoes, like almost mashed potato and holy Hannah. I mean, I took one bite of this and it was, the, the crust was shatteringly crisp. Wow. I mean, it was like no empanada. It's the best empanada I've ever had. Bold statement, <laughs> throwing it out there. Wow. Yeah, it was good. Um, and I also, um, I also tried their um, house special coffee, which they, you know, knowing you had done the hot chocolate, I figured their mm-hmm. coffee drinks are probably good. And I had a coffee, an iced coffee that they make with real coffee ice cubes. Oh, cool. I, I like to do that at home, so that yeah. it makes it so much better. Well, I would. Um, I got the chance to talk to um, Alfredo about about his store. Um, and I'm in mean, his shop, his cafe. Um, so let's take a listen. Oh, cool! Can't wait to hear it. Well, my Spanish is not so good. So um, I'm here with Alfredo Uscanga. Yes. Um, and we are at Picante, formerly known as Quimbaya, in Austin. Yes. 
My name is Alfredo Yuskanga. I come from Veracruz, Mexico. I bought this business like 10 years ago. Was only Colom- was Colombian with the, you know, empanadas. We sell chocolate and stuff like that. But after 2012, I changed and I make adapt a little bit more things like uh, Mexican food, some Italian food too, like uh, soups, pasta fagioli, scarolin beans. Because you used to cook at Amalfi, right? Amalfi, yeah. Amalfi, Amalfi in 1997. Mm-hmm. I started cooking over there with Maria and Neil. That okay. was the, that's all. Uh, I started this washing over there and to the top. Okay. I finished it. So worked your way up from the top as a dishwasher and then to a chef over there, and now you found this place and you bought it uh, in 2012, you said? No, I bought this, this place in 2006. Oh, 2006, but, but you changed the name in 2012. I, yes, okay. I, cha- I adapt, it's a picante thing. It's like a Mexican-Colombian look. No, me- okay. Colombian drinks with Mexican food uh-huh. and some Italian food, too. And, okay. you know, it's like a spicy with, it- with Italian. It's like a special dishes. So one of the dishes that I had that was very special was the empanada, the chicken one. And I could not believe it, the crust was so crisp. It was like shattering as I would eat it. Tell me, you have a couple of secrets about that. You know, you can't tell me all of them, but tell me a little secret. Okay, I use, I mix like a five, or diff, five or six different uh, flowers, uh, like a corn flowers and another couple of two flowers I cannot say because that's the flowers made the crispy things. Mm-hmm. And that's, they asked me for the last 10 years, everybody, they want to give me money or something for that recipe. I say, no, all my family survived for this. I support my family in Mexico. I support my family here, my work family in Guatemala. And I cannot give you my secret. <laughs> I keep it to the day I die. So you'll have to come here and try it because if you want to be a part of the secret, you'll have to come and eat it. Well, the chicken one was so delicious. Tell me how you flavor the filling. The feeling I, you know, I saute, like I used to cook Italian, I saute the chicken and I make separate the potatoes and I mix together with saute mm-hmm. and that's I make the feelings over there. And some beautiful herbs were in there. Was it cilantro? Oh, that one is like, uh, you know, I'm from Veracruz. Yeah. I, I, that sauce you use for ceviche in Veracruz. Uh-huh. And I use for empanadas over here and it's the perfect mix with yeah. the... That was really great. Okay, and then you that told me... Easy. I can give you that one. That's okay, what do you got? That's onions, cilantro, and jalapeno pepper, uh-huh. chopped. it. Yeah. And a little bit ketchup with some of vinegar, white vinegar over there. Oh, white vinegar. What a great idea. A bit, yeah. Okay. Salt and pepper, and that's the mix. So that's the thing. Speaking of ceviche, you also, in the summers, you yeah. serve some ceviche here on Saturdays. On Saturdays. Saturdays. Tell me, and, and I used to live in Mexico. We both used to live in Morelos, in the, in Morelos. the, in the state of Morelos. They, which do, it is, they do it different from there, but Veracruz, they have... Dígame, dígame. Okay, the real ceviche from Veracruz is, is I used to live in Cuauta, Morelos, but they put tomatoes there, and they're not, not coming with tomatoes. It's only cilantro. Onions, jalapeno pepper, and whatever you want to put, fish, crab meat, you can put like uh, shrimps, uh, scudgilli, any kind of seafood you like, you know. Well, that sounds great. And the other fabulous thing, it's getting to be a hot day. It's like the first hot day of the year, and I got your house special iced coffee, and it was fabulous. And you make cubes with the coffee so it doesn't water it down? Yeah, we used to, we made ice cubes over here. You can see over here. Let's see. Oh, he's opening the freezer. And oh, look at that. You can see the cubes. He's using an ice scooper to, um, to get a few out. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard to work, but nobody does make it like this. No Starbucks, no Dunkin' Donuts, but 
That's why it's the, my secret is this one. Yeah. And I keep it for the last 10 years. I'm not going to change. It's fab- It's so great. Well, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. And I hope everyone will come and try. Juices, Talk about juices. your juices. Oh, oh, you know what else I was going to ask you? You were talking about this this sandwich that you have, this, oh, this sort of semita, semita, but it's more like a panino. What do you got? It's like, it's like a mix Italian paninis with Mexican tortas. Uh-huh. We make like, you know, we put guacamole, chicken, some, some of them have chipotle sauce, some of them have jalapeno. And one of the favorites is the Mexican guacamole Mexican, one? Mexican guacamole is uh-huh. the most sells over here. Oh, my gosh. So and the juices, too. Yeah, we featured you on Loha.com and in the Journal News before for your juices, especially when people are trying to get healthy in, in, uh, in, the, in the winter, right? In January when they're turning over a new leaf. Tell me what your most popular juice is. Okay, my most popular juices, and I love it because maybe I lost 25 pounds, and it's the body. Did you? You lost 35 pounds doing that? Yeah. If you can see the pictures to 2013 to now, you yeah. can see the difference, how I am. Oh, I lost. Fantastic. Yeah, we only with the body cleanser. That's the perfect, and the test. So everyone's going to want to know the secret. What did you do? I, I drink it in the morning. Okay. Before everything. Yeah. But because it got ginger. The ginger is all you blow up, mm-hmm. make it like a... A little bit more faster okay. to system inside for your metabolism. For metabolism, yes. Uh-huh. I'm. I just. I'll be 43 years old. Uh huh. Oh, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's that's the most. The, the I I love that one. The body. So, so what's the name of it? Body the body cleanser. Okay, and um the and. Carrots, apple, and ginger. Carrots, apple, and ginger. Okay, great. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And everybody needs to come for the ceviche, for the sandwiches, for the juices, and those crazy good empanadas. Thank you so much, and thank you for everything. Okay? Okay. All right. Take care. So, yeah, so he wouldn't give me all of the flowers. He, he makes those empanadas with the five different flowers. He wouldn't tell me what they all were, but my guess is there's some rice flour in there. Oh, interesting. He said corn, but I don't know. It was so crispy, it couldn't just be corn and flour. Yeah, you're not, you're not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. So um, the other place that I got to try, well, let me tell you a couple of others on my list. You've been to Pine and Oak. Yeah, Pine and Oak. I went um, over the, I don't know, the fall or the winter, I forget, but I had a great little dinner there by myself. It was like a lovely spot. It used to be Keenan House. Now it's Pine and Oak. They have outstanding cocktails. You should really go to this place. And it's kind of like American Latin fusion. You know, they do have, like I had a really great flan, but they also have, you know, some some sort of norm, typical pasta dishes, that kind of thing. So that's a really good spot to check out. Yeah, that one, because it was lunchtime, that one was closed too. But the one that was open was recommended by one of our favorite foodie Instagrammers, Alexis Thornton, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she said that Craven Jamaican Cuisine, which is sort of halfway down the hill as you're going on the right, uh, if you're going towards the river, um, was a, like one of Westchester's hidden gems, our secrets. And you brought me back lunch from this place, so I can attest that this was a legit tip. (laughs) Thank you, Alexis. That food was amazing. The jerk chicken was just fall off the bone. I think I, I like, literally gasped when I tasted it. It was so smoky and so tender, and it was just, like, the perfect amount of juiciness and sauciness from that jerk sauce. It was so good. Loved lots of nice allspice, and I I swear when we, uh, you know, I brought that to you, so it was in a styrofoam 
takeout container and I opened it at, at, at work and I took one piece and gave me one piece and everyone in the newsroom was like, oh, what is that smell? Put it in my mouth right now. <laughs> so yeah, so that is a real winner too. And Megan, it was so good that I had to ask the owner about it. You accosted someone inside Craven Jamaican? Yeah, I just said, hey, what's your name? Are you the owner? Well, I don't blame you because ever since I had that jerk chicken, I've been thinking about it and I've been talking to friends about it. So, Okay, here's Tracy. Okay, so I'm here with Tracy Murdoch, who opened Craven Jamaican Cuisine in September 2015, and you have been serving, like, amazing jerk chicken, and what other kinds of specialties out of your little kitchen here? Okay, so we have our brown stew chicken, which is another fabulous dish, Um, the fried chicken. Um, We have jerk chicken, which is really amazing. You can have it mild or spicy. We make most of our dishes here mild, though. Okay. And you can have, we have curry chicken, curry goat, oxtail, and we have uh, escovitch fish. It's made to, you can make it to order. You can have brown stew. You can have it steamed, or you can have it, like, nicely fried. It tastes really good with hot peppers on it. And we have fried fish. Um, side dishes. So what did you, what made you decide to want to open the restaurant? Well, we had to travel very far to get Jamaican food, and we noticed that Austin didn't have any um, Jamaican food at all. So, you know, just coming back and forth looking, we just decided, you know, this is something we wanted to do a while ago, yeah. and we just decided, you know what, let's And you guys it. live in, in Austin yourself? No, we don't live in Austin. Where do you live? We live in Briarcliff, okay. but it's very close by, yeah, sure. yeah. so it makes it very easy to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Nice commute. So one of the things Tracy told me she does at work is um, she makes all of the cakes, except for one. She doesn't make the rum cake, but she makes everything else. Tell me about the one that you got the recipe from your mom. Oh, well, that one is like, it's uh, been around for a while. It's called Socket to Me Cake. Um, It's a really good cake. It has like sour cream, um, uh, pecan, cinnamon, Duncan Ince also makes uh, one of a kind of it too, but but yours is better. Mine's is better. (laughs) (laughs) So we also are here because one of our favorite Instagrammers um, recommended, Hipsterbia Mom was her name. You have to follow her on Instagram. Alexis Thornton. Thornton, She recommended this place as one of the best sleepers, one of the best kept secret restaurants of Westchester. What do you think of that good honor? I thought that was, like, amazing. Like, that is, like, so amazing. Like, you know, um, we were, like, really excited. You know, we want to make sure we just keep it up, you know, um, so that we, you know, bring more customers in and just make sure that we keep the food, you know. Keep that quality high. Keep that quality high. Exactly. Yeah. So that was phenomenal. That was, like, really awesome to, you know, that someone can, you know, say that about us. That was really cool. Well, we agree. And thank you so much, Tracy, for talking to us for, this, for the Lohad Foodcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I just want to try everything that she mentioned. Yeah, I, I even looked at their menu online, too, and, and the whole menu is, is calling to me, beckoning. 
Um, and I guess there's two more places on my list that we um, haven't gotten to yet in Austin. Um, one is Las Americanas, which is a Central American um, cafe on 133, mm-hmm. um, recommended by Jorge Fitzgibbons, one of our colleagues at Lohud. Yep, watchdog reporter extraordinaire. Yep, and um, and he said this is this is the place to check out. They have this, these amazing steam tables full of delicious delicious food, and um, that you can just grab for dinner or whatever. Yeah, he said it's super cheap and it's like rice and beans and that kind of thing and chicken, but it's it's really, really good. So that's a good one to check out too. And then another one right on 133 is Asias Colombia, um, which I've heard tell of for many years and ha- it's still on my list. So um, that seems to be some of the some of the highlights of mm-hmm. Austining. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good secret little foodie village here in Austining. Yeah, and um, we actually got to taste a couple of great things here at Boathouse. Yeah. What do you have? I have the clam po' boy, recommended by our, our esteemed colleague, Karen Croak. Right, who never leads us astray. If, she's, if she feels passionately about a dish, then it's worth checking out. So I love it. I love the fried clams. I, my only thing would be, I guess I kind of just love the fried clams. I don't know if I need the bread. Yeah, no, we ended up just eating it open face style because there's really good tartar sauce and french fries on the side so squeeze the lemon juice no need to bite into this big huge piece of bread I think on the other hand the lobster roll that we shared um, I think the bread complements the lobster quite nicely yeah especially because it's pretty saucy but not not in like an annoyingly mayo-y way I, I don't know about you I hate when lobster rolls have too much sauciness. I want my chunky lobster. I want to taste the lobster. Well, there's a lot of lobster there. There's a lot of lobster in this. And um, like we both said, we love the tarragon. There's a really healthy amount of tarragon mixed into this, and it, it's so good. Well, I can't recommend this place enough, and all of Austin, really. I'm just so happy we're exploring it. Yeah, and this one this one is good. And, and like the summer specials, like the clam roll, the clam po' boy and the lobster roll, you can get to go and bring it out on the dock and watch the boats. And it's like a little mini vacation right here in Westchester. Summer bucket list. So, Megan, um, I was, we were going to wrap it up about the boathouse, but then we spied someone down the bar just raving about her tuna burger. Yes, and I love a big piece of rare tuna. I don't know about you, but that is like a thing that I spot like across a room whenever it's there. And she was eating it, and she was like, oh, my God, this is so good. So we accosted her, and we asked her to tell us about it. Okay, so um, I just happened to notice you down the bar, and um, you were kind of raving about your dinner, or your lunch, actually. Yeah, it was the tuna burger. Um, so tell me your name. I, so I just approached you. I'm like, hey, did you like that burger? I, I did love the burger. I loved it. My name's Liz. Um, I do work here. However, I had never had the tuna burger before. Um, I got it done rare because I like rare tuna. Um, and it's what I like about it, it's got a really nice thick cut to it. The bread's really soft, um, so it doesn't like hurt when you're, when you're biting into it. Um, and then the uh, slaw on it, um, it's got really nice pieces of the carrots and the uh, red pepper and the zucchini. So you can really taste the vegetables. Um, the Cajun makes it a little spicy, um, but the wasabi cucumber sauce on it has a cooling effect. So you have the spice, but you have the cooling effect as well. So it really has a really nice uh, blend to it. That and sounds it like awesome. an explosion of, fi- of flavors. It was an explosion <laughs> of flavors. <laughs> 
So normally when you um, when you eat here, you eat family meal with the other staff, and um, but so you don't usually you don't always try that. But you have tons of recommendations, right? Yes. Well, my first time I was here, uh, I had the seafood pot pie, which was my absolute favorite thing on the menu. And I tell everybody when they're when they come in how much I love the seafood pot pie. It is awesome. It's creamy. It's got huge shrimps. It's got crawfish. It's got uh, uh, scallops in it, and the puff pastry on top is super buttery, and I just really love it. Um, this just happens to be the first time I had the tuna burger. Um, so, and now I'm, I'm confused. I don't know which one I like the best. You're torn. You're I'm torn. torn. I'm torn now. Um, the shrimp Luciano also is one of my favorites. And that's like a battered um, in like a lemon broth um, shrimp with uh, beautiful grilled asparagus. And then you get a choice of the risotto or garlic mashed potatoes or french fries. I really like it with the risotto because the creaminess I think really adds uh, to the shrimp. But you can sop up that creaminess with the rice. Yes. <laughs> Liz, thanks so much for talking to us. No, thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Have a great day. Thanks. So it seems like there's a lot more to try here at the boathouse. Yeah, all of a sudden my bucket list is growing and growing because that's <laughs> seafood pot pie is my name all over it. And the shrimp Luciano. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so this bucket list was 46 um, items. It may be now up to about 52. Yes. <laughs> After a visit to Austining, you're going to want to have a lot of stuff. It's going to be a long summer if every time we go out for lunch we add four more things. <laughs> so one, next time just follow along. And we'd love to hear which of the items on the bucket list you guys um, are doing. Um, you can tag us with Lowhud Food, um, hashtag Lowhud Food, or you can email us at food at lowhud.com. What else should we have on the list? What are, what are we missing? Um, or which ones do you love? We're getting a lot of good comments about it. Yeah, people are getting some good feedback that people think it's a good list. So yeah. I'm excited to see which ones people sort of check off as the summer goes on. So stay with us as we work our way through it this summer. And we're going to wrap up today by thanking our, our producer, Jordan Fenster. Thank you, Jordan. And we will be back next week. So thank you so much. I'm Liz Johnson. And I'm Megan McCaffrey. With the Low Hud Foodcast. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.